welcome to episode 11 of Two Guinea Hens. I'm Rose. I'm Gabby. And I'm the mic is closer to me this time, so for everyone that says I, t- I whisper and Gab uses her Broadway voice, hopefully this works it out a little bit. I will just keep backing up, because, and I'm trying to talk like a normal person. But sometimes we get a little excitable. I know. And then our voices go up, and my voice goes up an octave, and it just gets out of hand. I'm pretty much always loud, and I apologize. But you're a theater person. I know, I do have a Broadway voice. Yeah, I've never been on Broadway. Speaking of theater people, and this isn't even anything I had in our notes to talk about, but it just reminded me. You watch Barry. Love Barry. Okay. The people in his acting class, if you guys don't watch Barry, it's really such a good show. On HBO, John Hader. Yep. Fantastic. Henry Winkler, I think he won an Emmy for it. Um, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. What did I call him? John. Oh. Oh my god. Well, I'm old, so I'm allowed to do that kind of stuff. Um, The people in his acting class are exactly the reason I didn't major in theater. Because of people like that. Especially his girlfriend. Oh, she's the worst. She's a nightmare. I declared theater as a major, and the following semester was like, Nope, done. I can't even deal with these people. And that was just a pit. I know. No, I resisted joining theater because of people like that, but then I don't know. I got over it. I mean, and I've worked on movies, so I've been with like actors who like get paid a lot of money to act. None of them behave like that. No, it's more like community theater people. Like the one guy in his class, like the, the gay guy, is such a oh bad actor. Oh my god, uh, yes. He, <laughs> and he kills me, though. He does kill me. Yeah, but his girlfriend is horrible. Uh, this last week's episode, though, did I you watch it? Oh, I'm not going to say anything. Okay, so yeah. anyway, sorry for that immediate diversion, but... And if you're a theater person, don't be a jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, come you know. just have some perspective right. on yourself. Right. M- most people need that. Agreed. I agree. Yeah. I think that's sorely lacking among people is self-awareness. Oh my god, girl. Yeah. And I don't feel... I think I feel like that's a new problem. Do you think that's a new problem? Um... I do, possibly, hmm. but I notice it mostly in situations where, like, I meet another person with mental illness, and I'm like, oh, I have bipolar or whatever, and then they're like, well, I have bipolar, and then they just, like, have no boundaries, and they don't ever take a breath and stop talking and overwhelm me with all their problems, and I'm yeah. like, hey, I started this off by saying I had it, too, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you... Like, they have no self-awareness, some people, don't you think? I guess... is I guess that is it. I guess that is it. I always just chalk it up to, like, they never have anybody to talk to it about, so when they do, it's just, like, the floodgates have opened, and now they just want to, you know... But then if it happens a second time, aren't you sort of like, well, this is why you have no one to talk to, because you don't let some... A conversation has to involve both people talking. That's true. I have so many people that they just talk at me, and I'm like, can I go now? (laughs) You're not one of them. Oh, thank God, because this would mean this podcast would... Is, is fated for a sad ending. <laughs> no. We're sissy. Well, it's gonna... I mean, we're gonna die, so that'll be the well, sad ending. I mean, ending. yeah. Someday. Yeah, there's gonna be a really sad ending when this podcast is over, because we're dead. Well, I mean, we're also... You know, we are not exactly the queens of follow-through. I'm not bad. I stuck with comedy now for, like, 20 years. That's true. And this is in that same realm, so I'll make you do it. <laughs> Even if you're That's depressed. True. And I do enjoy this, You so. love it. You, you're the instigator more. You think? Well, no. You, you do more of our social media. I feel like I fail so much. I have a job and I have nothing to do. And I have to do my own social media, so I'm always like overwhelmed yeah, yeah. with both. But I I, I'll be better, I promise. You don't have to promise me anything. Okay. As long as I'm, you know, unemployed and looking for work, I got this. Our listeners are like, whoa, this is what it's really like to hang out with this them. This is exactly what it's really like. So, welcome to our insanity. <laughs> Still want to be friends? We hope so. Um, We've been sisters for 40 years. What right. do you expect? What do you expect? I mean... We know each other better than we know anybody. Yeah. 
Yep. You bathed together? Mm-hmm. Truth. Just two weeks ago. Yeah. Just kidding. That's a joke. It was Friday. Right. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't be weirded. I mean, is it weird well, for adult sister to? I don't think. I do think so. I think that's. <laughs> no, super I actually weird. don't. I really don't. Like, what if we were poor and we could only afford like a couple showers for the family? I think it would make total sense that we would bathe together. Listeners, come on, back me up on this. I mean, maybe if we lived in a village, third world country, in a village in a third world country. Well, then I, that's an example of two adult sisters that it makes sense that them bathing together. But if we lived in a village in a third world country, I'm already past my life expense expectancy. I'd probably be dead already. So it'd be a move point. Okay, but let's just say... No, I think I say no. In the darker timeline, if things get worse and we're getting to the impending doom... I am never taking a bath with you. You let me lick your armpit. Different story, and let's back up for this before everyone shuts their (laughs) podcast off, okay? Listen to this. There was a study done about women who... Um, spend a lot of time together, tend to get on their menstrual cycle at the same time. And one of the things that guaranteed that women would be on the same menstrual cycle is the sweat from one woman's armpit on the lips of another. I don't know how they found this out. I don't know if they did this on rats. I don't know what the, what, where it came from. I have no idea. I will find this study and put it on our website. <laughs> that being said, why did I have, why did I want to We wanted here? to be on the same cycle for New York. Oh, we were going to New York. I was taking Gab for her 20th birthday and I think we were both one of us was due to get it on New York if we didn't if I didn't get on your cycle right so I had to lick your to lick my, I don't think you like licked I like it. kissed it whatever you're gonna edit this all out no I'm not I don't want this in here why it's weird I'm the one who did it it's still weird I don't know mom I think it. it takes it to a weird level <laughs> okay if you want it out I'll take it out alright good okay. I still think people will like it <laughs> I I feel like we need to uh, clean it up somehow that was too weird well, I don't think it was I do I'm not taking out the sisters bathing because I want to know what they think. <laughs> I'm leaving it in editing power. <laughs> oh my god, this this episode is getting off to the weirdest start. All right, and why? It didn't have to. We had things to actually talk about. We still do. Where's we your still list? do, but damn it, there was something that prompted a thought in my head. Oh. We got to do an RIP to, oh. to Professor Chuck Kinder from the University of Pittsburgh Graduate School of um, Fine Arts. And a writer, and the basis of the character of Grady Tripp in Wonder Boys, Michael Chabon's book and movie. Let's pour one out uh, for... Let's pour one out for Chuck. I know. So. I hope they were going to say something about him on CBS Sunday Morning. Maybe they will next week. I hope so. He I was... mean, because they produced those segments early on, so maybe they just didn't have time. I, I read the first book, but I didn't read the one that took him 20 years to write, Honeymooners. Did you? I, I want... I mean, obviously, when someone dies, you always want to, like, check out their work, but I'd right. like to read that. Yeah. I think you should. I think I'm good. I think you should. Um, lots of shout-outs this week to all our faithful listeners and all our new listeners and everyone who's been following us on Facebook. We're finally on Facebook. We appreciate you guys liking our page and giving us a listen and, you know, yay, thanks. And our, our listener in Brooklyn, no yeah. sleep till we get to you. No sleep. No <laughs> sleep. Um, what else? Um, well, do you want to talk about uh, our gym? Oh, what? Hey, does anybody go to a gym where they have a vending machine? I know Planet Fitness offers, like, bagels and gummy worms and shit, and LA Fitness will sometimes have pizza. And I thought they had, like, soda machines, too, or, like, juice machines at LA Fitness. They might. The one in Bridgeville has, like, a whole juice bar. Um, But do any of them have vending machines? And I don't mean vending machines where you get, like, um, you know, 
dollar shitty bear claws and crappy candy. Oh, no, no, What kind no. of vending machine are you thinking about for a gym, sis? I think the perfect vending machine for a gym would be, hear me out, a hot pocket vending machine. Hot pockets. Because when you work out, you burn a ton of calories, and usually when you're lifting weights, you need protein. Well, guess what? Hot Pocket just launched, launched a whole new brand called Protein Hot Pockets. 16 grams of protein per Hot Pocket. That's a lot of protein. That's perfect to get those gains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I went ahead. I went ahead and I pitched it to our gym, Pittsburgh Kettlebell and Performance on Green Tree Road, best gym in America. True. Uh, the owners shut me down. They shut me down. They said they didn't think it was healthy. One of the owners. One of the owners. One was open to hearing me. Right. Um, but then the other owner asked a valid question. Do they make Hot Pocket vending machines? Oh, that is a good question. Do they? We don't know yet. However, I took it to Instagram, one of my IG stores. I started asking clients and, and trainers at the gym, do they want a Hot Pocket machine? Votes came in that the owner will murder me if I keep having this conversation. <laughs> But I had to go one step further, and I contacted Hot Pockets, who said they gave me their full support, and then they reached out to the How gym. How about that? How about that? I think this could be really good for Hot Pockets and Pittsburgh Kettlebell and Performance. I agree, and I will tell you this. When I had to move to Boston the first time for work, Which when we were think? working on the Elizabeth Warren for Senate campaign, that'll be a story and podcast for another time, perhaps, or maybe I'll blog about it, whatever. Not the point. The point is, they had me in this apartment in Marlboro, Massachusetts. I can't even say it. Um, it was so dirty and gross, and I killed like 10 millipedes a day. Ugh. So I refused to cook there, so I lived on spinach and artichoke lean pockets. They were pretty damn good. I'm not going to lie. So we could have lean pretty, pockets. Pretty good. And protein pockets. So it could be both healthy versions yeah. of the pockets. And just another thing... The classes that we generally take are like five o'clock, six o'clock area. Ding, ding, ding. So you're skipping, you're kind of missing the dinner hour to work out. So wouldn't it be great to just be able to grab that and eat on the way home and boom, you're whole, you're done. Go home, shower, and you can call it a night and do whatever it is you do in the evenings. Which I think, honestly, I've been kind of talking crazy talk. That's the most valid point made because really, that's my biggest problem. I work out six thirty, mm-hmm. done at seven thirty, and then I gotta eat. Now counterpoint, if I were one of the gym owners. Um, counterpoint would be, yeah, there's a Boston market right there and there's a 7-Eleven that has Hot Pockets and a microwave. Like, literally, you could walk to either one of them. Okay. That's a good point. But I'm saying, I think of Hot Pocket puts a vending machine, the very first Hot Pocket vending machine in Pittsburgh Kettle Bone Performance. It's like they're kind of sponsoring the gym. Like, maybe we get a Hot Pocket on the sleeves of our shirts. Like, I'm saying we're going to team up big time because we're going to be the prototype gym for Hot Pockets. Am I saying we're going to be in the Guinness Book of World Records? Possibly. Basically, what I'm hearing is also buy stock in Hot Pockets if they're publicly traded. I don't even know. I don't know who owns them. I don't know anything. She's right, because if this takes off and they're in gyms all over America because Mm -hmm. of us, two guinea hens... You're welcome. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've come up with some stupid ideas, but this one I think might be my best good idea. I don't find it to be bad. I Thank I you. just, I'm picturing our, the layout of our gym, and I don't really know where this will go. I know where it'll go, in that back room. There's so much stuff back there. We can move some of that stuff. Some of it's not necessary. The dumbbells, I'm offended. I go there for kettlebell. <laughs> so get your dumbbells out of your dummies. Yeah, I said it. Interesting. I think people will be really excited. All right. Well, I mean, let's just, let's see how, let's see what the owners and uh, what the Chappies say and what Hot Pocket says. And Gina McCafferty is Team Hot Pocket. She's told me. Nice. She said the steak and cheese one looks so good. 
Okay, all right. All then right. she tries to then get us to put the little Debbies in. I can't. Well, no, that's just taking that's it too just far. That's just taking it too far. I don't want little Debbies. I mean, I do, but, but I... Yeah, but that's like, is, after you've worked out in one of those classes, you don't want a little Debbie till later. Right. Oh, my know. God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Guinea hens getting shit done. You know what else guinea hens do? What? And not us. Real... Did you know there's a real animal, the guinea hen? Not until we started this podcast. I had no idea until we started this podcast. They are a great source of getting rid of ticks. I should have them in the backyard. Shout out to... Uh, John and all his hammock camping friends that he went away with this weekend, uh, Amy specifically, who said that uh, guinea hens get rid of ticks. So, how about that? That's how, a fun fact. How about that? What if every week we have a new fun fact about guinea hens? I think... That's it. We're really going to have to stretch to find more. I think we should try to eat guinea hens. Oh, that seems mean. Why well, we eat chicken. Yeah, but we're not the two Italian chickens. And we had a grandma who made pigeon. Great grandma who made it. Great grandma. That's true. All right. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Um, the Clinton Biodome. Oh yeah. Remember we were talking about that? That made me so happy. We're not saying the Clintons have a biodome we or hope. a shelter if the apocalypse happens. When the apocalypse happens. But if they do, Gab thinks that her and I have a shot at getting into it. I think we don't. I think in the 2016 election, uh, you know, I gave some money. I didn't give that kind of money. I didn't give the kind of money that secures three spots or more in a biodome. You're, Why do you think they would want us? First of all, I mean, you're talking about the Clintons like they're just money-hungry people. No. Bill, no. yes. Hill, absolutely not. Here's my thing with Hillary. Um, you know, when she got chipped, for every child in America, she wasn't worried about money. She was worried about children. And we're orphans, first of all. Second of all, I see the Clinton Biodome somewhat like Noah's Ark. And they're going to need two guinea hens. And that's where you and I What about come John? In. I can't leave John. They're going to let John in. Hillary's old school Democrat. She likes her guns. She likes her whiskey. John's got both. That's true. She had a whiskey named after her. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Bitch yeah. loves her whisk. Yeah. So I feel like we're good to bring, and we love her, and she knows how desperate we are for her, and I think sometimes we both forget that she's not our mother. I just see it happening. I see bunk beds, trunk beds, that's three bunk beds in a row from Rose John. For more room for activities. Yeah. Um, I never think of Hillary Clinton as my mother. Oh my God. <laughs> I always, I just want her to hold me all the time. It's all I ever think about. That's so weird. This episode has gotten weirder <laughs> and weirder, you guys. I don't even know what to say. I'm just being my real self. I don't even know what to say. I, hey, I'm being my real self. I want our listeners to know this. Will not shower with my adult sister or bathe with her. Although I, I like to. And I never view Hillary Clinton as my mother. I do sometimes. Okay. Oh, you but, said when she lost, you felt like mom died all over again? Yes. Totally different. Our mother loved her so much and had just died the year before. That was a little different. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying I forget and think she's star. I'm just saying I just want her to hold her I didn't say you something. That's weird. <laughs> it's okay. There's a lot of women I'd like to hold me, like Meryl Streep. I don't know. Like, anyone I see mom in, I just want them to hold me. Huh. I'm just okay. keeping it real. Keeping yeah. it real. All right. All right. Interesting. Anyway, that might get you into the Clinton Biodome, Yay. if there is such a thing. Again, we don't know. I'm praying this there is This is not one. like, oh my god, this is like the opposite of 
super right-wing fake news about the Clintons. Instead of kidnapped <laughs> children being human trafficked in a pizza shop, we are going the opposite end that they have a biodome where they're going to save humanity. Well, someone's going to have to do it because the world's burning um, from the inside out and there needs to be a biodome. Huh. Okay. All right. Every scientist is like, I, the I, be honest, I don't even totally know what a biodome is. I picture it as like a geodesic dome circle sort of thing. Underground. It'd have to be underground, so then how would you even know it was geodesic? I'm really sad um, you didn't see the movie Biodome. Is that with Polly Shore? Yes, and it came out like when you were in high school. No, I never saw it. That's weird. Is it? What was the movie with John Cusack where it's like summertime and he's like 14 and they go to the beach? Do you know what I'm talking about? And there's, like, a little girl, and they're like, don't make a face, because if someone hits you on the back, you'll get stuck that oh, way. Oh, um, Better Off Dead? Yes. I used to love that That movie. was a great movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. I don't know why I went it's there. It's unfortunate how much I don't like John Cusack anymore. Why? Bernie Bro. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Does he even act anymore? What was the last movie he was in that was good? Oh, that was good. Rose Point Blank? Maybe. I guess High Fidelity, some people might consider that good. We walked out of the theater on it. But then I watched it on TV years later and was like, okay, this, is, this isn't as bad as I remember it being. I'll, I would will be willing to try again. And I think our dad might have been dying. Or it was definitely, around, definitely. Because she yeah, and I might have. Because yeah. I don't remember us. I feel like we walked out of two movies. The Object of My Affection. Oh, that movie Which sucked. that movie still does suck. I've tried to put that on again. And I'm like, who, what, how did this even get greenlit? Was it Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston? And Jay Moore? Okay, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I wonder if that was before Paul Rudd was on Friends. I think it was. I think it was before. Which I never, you know, he and Phoebe were an odd couple. Yeah, yeah. He's had a strange trajectory to his career. I adore him. I just watched Clueless the other day, and I was like, he was so adorable then, he's still adorable now. Have you seen any of his videos that he makes with Jimmy Fallon, where they do, um, like, they remade King of Wishful Thinking? That song? No. Like they, oh, they're hilarious. You'll have to watch All them. All right, I'll have to. So I'll, I'll binge some Jimmy Fallon YouTube videos. Oh, and... Um, I guess Adam Sandler hosted SNL last night, okay. and he did a song he wrote for Chris Farley, Aww. and it really was sweet and sad. I mean, it wasn't a good song, but it was sweet and sad, but um, it just reminded me how much I love, freaking love Chris Farley movies. Was, oh, Chris Farley was the best. A lot of people go to school for seven years. Uh, yeah, we call them doctors. <laughs> <laughs> how about Black Sheep, though? The whole bee scene? Oh my god. I, god, I love those movies. I mean, yeah. Tommy Boy was amazing. And Brian Dennehy is his dad. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> Give me a Tommy Boy. He's <laughs> <was> like 30. <laughs> oh my god. Chris Farley, rest in peace. Rest in, for real, rest in peace. And I don't think he was like um, anti-woman like Belouche. And I still love no. Belouche. I know. I, different times. Different times, but he was anti-woman. Yeah. And I don't think Farley was. No. He seemed like really genuinely... Do you know he went to Mass every Sunday? In the song, Sandler talks about how like they would party so hard for Saturday nights, and no matter what, Chris Farley got up and went to Mass the next day. That is wild. I, I knew know. Michael Myers was like a big Catholic. Yeah. Do you remember you were... No, you weren't going to say that. <laughs> yes, I was. I was just telling someone about that the other day, and that like that was when I thought it was cool to be a Catholic. Aww. Michael Myers... It was the MTV Music Awards or something. Yeah, and it was he Ash wore, Wednesday. It was Ash Wednesday, and he wore his ashes, and I was like, it's so cool to be Catholic! Flash forward to right now. Aww. And I hate the word Catholic. <laughs> Sorry. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? It's really weird. It's just like, yeah. Hmm. Any hoot. Anyway. Moving on. There was another topic. What was it? I did have a question I wanted to ask get your opinion on. Me or the listener. Hashtag anyway, both. Both. Hashtag both. 
Um, the highest speed limit that I know of in the United States is like 75 miles per hour, like legal speed limit. Yes. Why do we make cars that go faster? Ooh. Wouldn't it save on fuel and be more efficient if they only were made to go as fast as you could, the law allowed? And I'm not saying like BMW, anything for any foreign made cars, they can do whatever they want. You're talking American American made cars. cars. Why do they go faster than is legally allowed? Because mine's an American made car, correct? I think. Spark. Chevy Spark. Chevy, yeah. but I don't know if they still make them in America. Because it goes up to 90, I know for a fact. Yeah. Not that I've gone that fast. <laughs> maybe. Um, and here's the only thing that I could think why maybe, because what if like everyone is going 75 and something crazy is happening on the road and the, in order for you to safely get away from it, you have to go faster than the speed limit to okay, get away so from Okay, so then maybe the they can go 15 to 20 miles faster than the legal speed limit. Okay, I agree. But why do they go up to like 130, yeah? If you were not allowed to drive 130. And don't you think you'd burn out your engine on a car like that trying to go to 130? I, don't, I guess. I, mean, I, I don't just know. don't know that that I don't know what made me think about that recently, but I did, and I wanted your opinion and your opinion. Um, yeah, mine would only be, like, for this, like, in a weird scenario where to go faster is the only thing that can save your life, but that's yeah. the only thing that I came up with in that, in that yeah. fast of a scenario. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know what made me think of that, but I wrote it down because I wanted to ask, because I just don't understand what the point is. I don't really know. Okay. I don't have any answer to that. All right, moving mm. on. I was at Walmart recently, which I Ooh. never go there. I never go there. I will say they have cheap, decent workout clothes. I got two pair of workout pants there for like 12 bucks. Okay, that's pretty good. Now, will they give me a rash when I put them on? I don't know. Maybe. Were bugs? they probably sewed together by children? I'm sorry. They, might, they probably were, and I feel really badly about that. Um, but I don't have a job again, so I've got to save money where I can. But what I realized when I was there, everyone looks so sad. Everyone looks like the main characters from Tracy Chapman's song, Fast Car. <laughs> And I imagine that's what I look like to an outsider, too, oh. when I'm there. Is it just something about the lighting in the store that makes you look like you are a high school dropout who married a guy who won't support your kids? I don't know. It is damaging lighting. No one looks good in Walmart. Everyone looks so sad. Because I've seen Jeffree Star in Walmart, and he did not look good. Okay, all right. So, like, the lighting does make you look like... Yeah, like it's weird. It's a weird dead. place. It's always packed, and it's always filled with sad people. Who do look undead? Do you know? What I, do you know people like uh, who yeah. their veins? The, why do the veins show in some people's faces? That scares me. Like I get scared sometimes when I see veins and legs. Really? I just veins freak me out. I'm gonna. Uh, well, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But like veins and faces, because all it's saying to me is like, I don't think you're getting enough oxygen. Because how come I'm seeing all of the veins? Where they have such thin skin or such light? You know, it, not enough pigment in their skin. It really scares me. Like it really. I can see veins in your skin. Oh God. Why are you doing this to me? But I can. I can see it in Is everybody. It no. But you know the people I'm really talking about. I do. Just like I spider do, yeah. web veins all through their face. And I've like, never seen anyone like that, I don't think, in my lifetime. But I do know what you mean. I have. And they've always been at Walmart. Really? That's, yeah, that's where I was going with that. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Hmm. And I don't know if the light brings out the, like, the veins. Fascinating. You know what else I've always... I always see only at Walmart? People who use, like, the motorized carts... But then get up, grab the groceries, and walk out to the car. Oh, totally, yeah. And I don't... I mean, maybe they're in a lot of pain. I don't want to be judgy. Right, because sometimes I don't, that's mom a big store. And still can walk, so I, yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah. No, I have definitely seen that. How about I have two different friends who are... Uh, well, I mean, Facebook friends. But they're both trans, mm -hmm. and they both work at Walmart. 
Really? Yeah. And they're like, they like they always complain that they can't leave the job because they need it, but how like awful it is to oh, be really? them at, 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 at Walmart. I can imagine. And how like people misgender them purposely and like just be awful. And I was just like, wow. But I, I just kept thinking like, I know you need money, but I mean, do they, I can't imagine they give you health insurance. I don't know anything about them. I really, other than that they're pretty much you know, part of the ruination of America, but, I mean, whatever, it's... it's. When these two individuals post on Facebook, I was going to be like, quit your job. I, I, once I wrote, I think you should quit your job, and they're like, I can't. I'm like, okay. Well, just feel like there's somewhere else you can work. I don't know why people are mean just to be mean. Me either. Like, I don't get that. It's one thing to, you know, okay, your cashier has something... There's something about them that bothers you or offends you or you just find whatever. You know what you do? You wait till you go home and you sit down with your husband or wife or your best friend or whatever and you're like oh my god this cashier at walmart that's what you do yeah you don't you're not mean to somebody's face yeah just for the sake of being mean to show that you're a dick i don't think uh, oh i just i you know how i feel about that i don't understand people who are like i don't get it i don't understand anyone whose instinct is to be mean like i just don't get it there but for the grace of god go i is what i always come back down to because you know what in a heartbeat that could be me behind the counter at that walmart and somebody made fun of me and so i really try very hard to put myself in other people's shoes sometimes it's not that easy i am one commitment away from never leaving an institution again are you kidding oh oh my god if i get locked up i ain't getting out that will make podcasting very difficult i get visits with my sissy and we use my phone. We'll be fine. I don't know if I get to have a phone. But probably. I, I don't. You probably have to have, like, an orderly that you um, give blowjobs to <laughs> smuggle you one in. And you well, have to I will hide be it. lonely. So you I'm know sure, what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think they just let you have them. Please I let think. there be one handsome orderly. There won't be. <laughs> Please, dear God, give me one there handsome orderly. Be. There won't who be. Who gives me phone privileges. <laughs> and it'll be like a burner phone from Walmart. Oh, that, like, man. I gotta give him hummies for that? Mm-hmm. Jeez. It's gonna be it's my guess. I'm only I, going I, to I imagine, I imagine that's phone. how it works. Handies for burner phones. If what I, do you get for an iPhone? I, Hummer for, for okay. Hummies? Okay. Hummies okay. for iPhone. And if Mia is listening, I'm so sorry. Oh. Yeah, um, oops. Well, I'll put rated. I put explicit when we do go dark. Oh, do you? Yeah, okay. so that's really on the parent. Anyway. <laughs> so, there you go, G. So you. To quote Eminem, apparently you ain't parents. <laughs> Oh, goodness, God. that's funny stuff. I gotta look at my phone, because there's something else I feel like we want to talk about. Well, there was one thing I wanted to bring up, because I, so, I'm obsessed with Criminal Minds. I oh, literally right, watch yes. it all the time, like, mm-hmm. literally all the time. It's all I do every single season. I'm going to start a, a YouTube thing about Criminal Minds. But anyway, I was watching one recently that I hadn't seen in a while, and I knew Rose hadn't seen it. Uh, guest star, uh, Mark Hamill, so that's big. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Star Wars. Yeah, hashtag Luke Skywalker. Uh, hashtag May 4th. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, but in, long story short, uh, well, spoiler alert, he ends up being the killer, but why he kills everyone, uh, he starts targeting the whole team of Criminal Minds, the BAU, um, and it's weird, and they don't know why, and he starts recreating all of these cases they had already solved, and he's like, and they're like, why is he messing with us, and he's taking pictures of everybody, and then he kills their giant boss, and they're like, why is this happening, and then he kidnaps the newest member of the, the team, and that's when you find out that 25 years ago, he tried to be hired by the BAU, he didn't get the job, and neither did, did this woman, the newest member, but then just recently, they had an opening, and they hired her, and he felt that that was so effed up because he's the, clearly the smartest person that he was able to trick the BAU of the FBI. 
And that's why he did all of this, because he deserved the job. And I said to Rose, like, have you ever wanted a job in your life? Never. You would spend 16 months and then learning every serial killer, how they did it, going to the state that they did it and recreate. I mean, I usually don't want to kill people until I've worked with them, not prior to working with them. I mean, mean, is there any job, though? I mean, think of it, anything. None. Writer for your favorite show. First of all, I'm going to be real with you. I'm too lazy to be a murderer. See. Way too... It's... It, there's too much effort to go into it to be perfect that I, I just... I wouldn't even try. Oh, you're like the Eeyore of murderers. I really am. I can't do it. I have a therapist that said one of my biggest problems was that I was a perfectionist. And I was like, oh, I don't see that. And she was like, no. You won't do something because you, you don't think you can do it perfectly and so you won't do it. I and I, that's that absolutely you. true. I think that is true about you. And murder is one of them. Thank God, right? right I guess. Right, yeah. I mean, although I will say, I'm, I think I've, I've, if I got diagnosed with a terminal illness, I might get a little kill list out. But yeah. only then. Uh, would you take, like, when you say kill list, like, would you take requests from friends? Oh, interesting. I hadn't thought of that. Well, I, if, I, you're, if you're going mean, to die anyway, that's true. You could help some people out. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. You know what? If we ever get the opportunity to have Dave and Alex, our police friends, oh, please. on our podcast. I want to ask them if they've ever if they've ever worked a case where it was like they found a victim and it was on somebody's kill list. Ooh, I, I'm sure Dave has. I mean, he deals with serial killers. Does he? Do he, we have a lot of them in Pittsburgh? Dave told me he worked with. I mean, he's had to like work on some serial. Really? Things. Yeah. We got to get on the show. Yeah, yeah. Dave is like. I mean, they're both really awesome. But Dave and I were talking serial killers. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like my point being too, he should have got that job. Like, what do you think about it? I mean, to work that hard to get, it, but then he's got to go to prison. So it's such bullcrap, though. I mean, they played it like a chess. But you know what? They could hire him as a consultant and just put the money in his commissary account so he can get like Zach nuts and shit. Ooh, like like a Hannibal Lecter type. Like, yeah, yeah. They should. God, that was like four years ago. Hey, writers of Criminal Minds, you're welcome to that storyline. Okay, you're welcome. They just they just filmed the last episode ever. It's over. Well, then I see a (laughs) spinoff, Criminal Minds Prison. The Mark Hamill edition. Mm-hmm. People will love it. Star Wars we've fans. Got, we've, got a, we've got a job for Mark Hamill now. You're welcome. Most of the cast of Criminal Minds can come back so you guys aren't unemployed. Guys, we... You're welcome. There God. you go. Boom. Done. We help the world. We really do. I'm proud of us. We really do. Yeah. We get rid of ticks. Yep. <laughs> and we help the world. And we help the world. That's who we are. Yeah. So, how about that? So, uh, what else did you have on your list? Um... Did we talk about Chambers in our last episode, or did we binge no. watch that in between? Yeah, we have not talked about Guys, that. Guys, do you have Netflix? you got to watch this show called Chambers. Holy crap. Um, I watched it in two days, I think. I think you did too. watched yeah. it in two days as well. Any? I don't even think there's any unfamous in it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. Uma Thurman. Oh, Uma Thurman and... Uh, Tony Goldwyn. Yes. They're, they're the, the only, only two I knew. Yeah, they're the only two famous people. But filled with a great cat. Every actor is really Well, the good. girl we love, now I'm finding out, has been in a bunch of stuff. Oh, has Yvonne, she? But okay. I don't... Uh, but I mean, nothing I had seen. Okay. She'd been like in an HBO movie that Oprah produced, I think, and she'd been in like two I other know. things. She's like on she's a great. CW and Now I can't show. remember her name right up It's like Kenya? Ke- I think so. She, Ke- Kiana. Kiana. Kiana something. She plays a character called Yvonne. She's such a good actress. Such a good little actress. And she tweeted us. And the main actress... Um, She's really good, oh too. Oh, my God. And I love her uncle. I thought he did a great job as well. He killed me. So, anyway, it's about this girl who doesn't know she has heart issues, has to get a heart transplant, gets it from another teenage girl conveniently living in her area. I mean, you have to suspend your disbelief with a lot of this story, but really good. And all these 
bizarre things that start happening to her once the transplant. She said the transplant. How she gets involved with the dead girl's family. And she's having, like, memories that were the dead girl's, right, like... Right, right. But you know what I took away from that show? What? How fucking shitty we treat American Indians in this country. Oh, God, People yeah. of American Indian descent. I mean, I, like, I always knew it. It was always in the back. You know what I mean? It's, like, just something you know. But we live in southwestern Pennsylvania. There were a lot of Indian tribes here, obviously, but... I don't really know anyone that still identifies as American Indian. Yeah, that's right. Not like as if we lived in the Southwest. Right. Um, But oh my God. I mean, if there was a group of people that, whatever, I don't even want to get into any craziness, but I just, I'm horrified at how poorly they're still treated. So are you okay with Columbus Day being changed to the Indigenous People's Day? No. That's a totally (laughs) different story. But... (laughs) But, but can I say one thing about all that? Yeah. I do agree with Rose 100%. Like, we, I mean, it, it's their land. But anyway, we stole it. We stole it. Um, but even in this show, it's interesting to me how, like, there are the purest Native Americans. Mm-hmm. And then if yeah. you're maybe not, yes. uh, like, if you're not 100% Native American, they don't consider yeah. you in the tribe. Like, because right. her boyfriend is 100% Native American, and she... Well, she, he was raised on the reservation. I guess he's a... a uh, they said Navajo, but it was something that was like Dere or something. Like Dene, that. Dene, Dene, yeah. right? But his father was not Dene, remember? Oh. Because that's why he, he like his joke, like I'm not going to get the carpet bi- or the mattress business because oh. his father wasn't Dene, his mother was Dene. Okay, so he had to pick which tribe he was going to go with. But the main character, her mother was, was Dene. Dene, yeah. But she was, but she lived with her uncle off the reservation. Yeah. Long story about why her uncle grabbed, you know, took her and adopted her and moved off the reservation. You Which we don't want to tell it. you because it happens later right. in, the, in the show. Watch the show. It's eight episodes, I think. Do oh yourself a God. favor. You'll so, so good. And it's one of those shows where I had to keep watching it because mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, what's happening now? Like, they mm-hmm. leave you on a cliffhanger like every time. Yeah. Um, and it's just, the, you know what I also loved was uh, Elliot, her brother. I did too. He, broke, he broke my he heart. He killed me. Broke oh my, my God. Honestly, a lot of people in that broke my heart. Yeah. And really a lot of surprise and twists, surprising twists that I was like... Who's the other, you know, who, Lily Taylor? Oh, Lily Taylor! She, okay, so I do need to say this. Early on, she shows up in, like, episode three, mm-hmm. I want to say. And they never put her with the main cast of characters. It's, like, guest starring Lily Taylor. And anyone who knows anything in the horror genre, Lily Taylor's not going to be a guest star. So, like, the whole time, she just becomes more and more prominent that I feel like she's going to be the star in season two, don't you? And she always plays such a weird... The only movie she doesn't play a weirdo in is The Conjuring. Isn't that odd? That's such a scary movie full... And she's pretty normal in that. And The Conjuring remind me... There's never a part in that where the demon possesses her, right? Yeah, it's gonna kill her at the end. But is it in her? Like she's like, does yeah, she? Be- yeah, yeah, so yeah, then yeah. She is kind oh, of yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. That's true. Okay. I, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember if that was a okay. different movie. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, really, watch Ch- like it is the best thing I've seen on Netflix do in a while. It. Do it, do it, do it, do it, and then tweet us or get on Facebook and tell us what you thought about it. Because I rarely recommend stuff, and I even texted Arvin the minute I finished, and I'm like, Arvin, have you seen Chambers? He's like, No, why? I'm like. I'm, I just know you're going to yeah. love it. And he was like, okay. That does remind me that we do have to give a specific shout out to our cousin Lisa. Oh, yes. So listen, and thank you for posting the um, funeral for Mr. Fly or the, you know, you know what you posted on our Facebook page. Thank you. La Familia. La Familia. And tell your family we said hello and we love them. Hey, and if you um, guys uh, really wouldn't mind one of you guys getting the Ancestry DNA, so at least we know where yes. our Italian fits with your Italian, if you don't mind, please. Ancestry DNA, you should send a free kit to our cousins so they yeah. can get those tested. Because our other side, our grandma's side, won't do it. I told you. The mm-hmm. papateras, they're like, we don't want to know. 
We don't want to know if we're not 100 Italian. I'm like, I wish we could go back in time. But Leslie did it. Leslie saw ancestry. Wait a minute. So would that be the same as Kenny? Well, I mean, is that her? Kenny's dad and Leslie's dad were brothers, and so, they were brothers to Grandma. Okay, so it could be close enough. Right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, good, good, good. Two now. So we need uh, D Dominicos. Please get on there. Mm-hmm. Love you. Mm-hmm. Let me see you. We are, oh, we're only 36 minutes. Oh, nice. Doing all right. We're doing okay. Um, I feel like we've covered a lot of topics, and I'm all out of wine. Wingy ding ding. Do you want me to run down and get one, and you fill No, because I will become Michigan J Frog without you. I will, it'll just be empty. We guys, we can pause it. Oh, yeah, I can pause it. Yeah, why don't we we do that? We're going to pause this for a second, because I need a refill. Pause. Hi, we're back. Sorry about that. We should have brought the bottle up with us. We say we're going to do that every week, and we don't. Also, I think we originally said in like episode two or three that we were going to try different wines every week. We haven't. We haven't. We stuck with our Coppola Pinot Noir. We love it. We really do. I did buy a bottle of rosé, but it's not a rosé kind of day here in Pittsburgh today. No, it's, it's cold. cold and rainy and gross, and so we're just sticking with our Pinot. In case you cared. I don't know if you did, but there it is. I'm sure they wanted to know what kind of wine we're there drinking. There it is. Um... New Ted Bundy film is out on Netflix. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it yet, but I, I, I think I might watch it tomorrow. Zach Efron is Ted Bundy. I mean, hello. That's the most brilliant casting director ever. Damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mark Harmon was pretty fun. Mark Harmon was a great Ted Bundy. Yeah. The Stranger Beside Me. If you haven't seen that on Lifetime, check it out. It's why I'm all messed up in my head. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but it looks so good. And it's the very first Ted Bundy movie that is not like glorifying Ted as a serial killer. It's really about the perspective. It's all told from the perspective of his longtime girlfriend who also, like, they didn't have a child together, but she had right, a child. Had a and he was, like, great with the kid. Like, when he was with her, he was awesome. But when he wasn't, well, Did you he, ever read the book The Stranger Beside Me by no. Anne Rule? You have to read it because Anne Rule, who is a very famous uh, true crime writer, she was friends with Ted Bundy. They worked together at a suicide hotline together in, in Seattle or Topeka or something. So she knew him well. So, and that's why he granted her, like, interviews when he was in prison and whatnot. Um, but he, you know, he had a fucked up childhood. Doesn't give him the right to slaughter a bunch of women. Okay, Our mother I'm, not, had I'm not saying yeah. that, but there's a, there's a real story there with him. You really have to read that sometime. Oh, I really want to. I want. I think I have it at the library. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I want. I definitely want to read yeah. that. Yeah, I. I like. Uh, that's one of the things I love about Criminal Minds is because it does look at the mind of the serial killer. What happened to them in their childhood to make them turn into this? But at the same time, like you said, just because you have a really messed up childhood right. is not. Like, give you... Carte blanche uh, to yeah. just kill people. Right. I mean, I think it's, like, a mix of nurture and nature, don't mm-hmm. you? I mean, I think that there's... Because I wouldn't even say 1% of the population has a potential to be a serial killer. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's probably, like... But don't they say that at any time in the United States, there's, like, 50 serial killers at work? Oh, more, I thought. I thought it was, like, 100 at oh, any really? time. Yeah. And that's crazy. But even 100 is still has to be, like, point zero 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 oh, sure, right. one of the population. Yeah. Because that's what I'm always saying to kids, like, when we're talking about the anti-bully movement, like, a kid will be like, well, what do you do if the person's literally pure evil? And I'm like, I just think that's so rare that, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know, well, I'm, I can take this into a deep direction, but I mean, do you think, when you look back at Columbine, mm-hmm. I mean, they were kids, so do you think Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold were pure evil? Do you think one of them was, and one of them was just going along with peer pressure? I think one of them had, like borderline personality disorder and I think the other one was had a real problem with being a follower and being included you know not being included in stuff and just like sort of did what the other one said to fit in and and or and also got like 
was easily manipulated and got worked up about things based on... Like, he was reactionary to his... Basically, I think Eric Harris had borderline personality disorder. I don't know that he was evil, quote-unquote, but I think, like, 60 years ago, he would have been considered evil or had been possessed or something like that, but now that we know more about mental illness, I think he had these kind of, those kind of problems. Do you think um, they could have been helped? Like, do you think at some point at 11, if they had gone... Both of them had gone into, like, like you know... I think Dylan Klebold probably had a better chance of being helped. Based on what I've read and what I know, I, you know, don't take like, my word for this. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I read a book about Columbine, and I've seen, you know, obviously news stories and things but like that. But I just want your opinion. Not yeah, you're not a doctor. Um, I'm just asking. But that's what I think. I think Eric Harris was the mastermind behind it. And I think he had. But even he, you're not sure, is pure evil. I don't. Like, who do you like? If you had to, like, if I was like, Rose, name someone pure evil. Who would you like think? I mean, like Adolf Hitler, okay. Joseph Mengele, uh, Pol Pot. People like that, I think, are pure evil. So more dictators than serial killers. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to. I have to think about that. And we'll come back to that. Okay, because I just, I'm not I totally find it sure. fascinating. I'm not totally sure. Because like oh. when kids say that to me, I just think I, I think in schools most kids I think can be it. saved if if we could catch them to- early enough. early enough. Exactly. That's the problem. I mean. There's just not enough intervention. You know, here's my, here's my problem. What I There's so many politicians that say they care about kids, whether it's the unborn, born, babies, whatever. You know what? I would vote for a person who said that they were going to devote, you know, a great portion of our budget to social services, to the Department of Health and Services, to foster kids, to orphans, to kids with mental illness. You know what? Put your money where your freaking mouth yep. is. Really help kids. Our social services, even though most of them, a lot of them are state-funded, states should be paying more for this, should putting, be putting more money towards it. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, a social worker shouldn't have to have so many cases that they can't even visit half of these places, and then have to decide if, okay, well, this kid is clearly being abused or not being fed, and yet I've got this kid who's being, you know, raped and trafficked burned. and burned with cigarettes, and so I've got to... I only have the resources to help one of them. And so I've got to leave this one there. And they're only making $22,000 a year. And they're only making $22,000 a year. So you want them to care about And then not. what do they do with this kid when they take them anyway? Put them in a foster home. Hopefully it's good, but a lot of times it's not. Oh, I mean, usually to get to a good one, you have to go through like seven bad right. ones that involve molestation, so, abuse, neglect. Like, you know, let's, let's do this. Let's really put our money in the kids. That's yeah. what I think. And I would vote for a Republican, Democrat. I don't care if they did that. I agree. I 100% agree. Because uh, kids, will, like, I'll, when I do, like, a, a different kind of, like, show for kids that's more mental health oriented, I often talk about our mother just because our mother went through a lot through her childhood and she came out of it a good person. Although our mother always joked that their, you know, her childhood could have made her a serial killer. You know, it was that bad, that abusive, that bizarre. Um, but one day I was telling the story of my mother and her horrible childhood, and there were these two African-American girls, and this was in a really poor area of town, and they came up to me, and they both had been having violence issues, just getting into fights and wailing on other kids. And they said, you know, I always don't care when a teacher tells me I shouldn't be punching somebody because I just think you don't know what my life is like. And they were like, but then I hear the story about your mom. And they both just started breaking down crying. And they were like, and she made you. Like, do you know how proud your mom must be? And I just thought, like, they just needed to hear a story of someone who was a, had a life maybe even worse than theirs. Mm-hmm. Like, but can you imagine if every person who succeeded through the foster mm-hmm. care system, we could that had good public speaking skills that we could send into the mm-hmm. schools to like 
talk about their right. journey. I mean, right. I don't know. That's something I'm kind of interested in is finding, like, I'd love to have a business where I find public speakers now. Like, because it's something that I find to be so important. And there's, like, there's certain things I can speak to, but there's areas I can't speak to. And I would love to have someone with that expertise and that life experience to go into a school and be yeah. able to talk on that, you know. I agree. That would be a really good idea. Anyway, yeah. Pipe dreams, kids. I don't know. I just feel like if we're going to say we care about the kids, then we really have to care about yeah. them and put our money where our mouth is. States and federal funding. And know? not just, I'm not, I'm not, and this is not a slight to my city, but like more than just providing a free book for every kid up to the age of five. Like, right. that's nice. It's like, awesome, but like but, if their mom and dad are selling the books on the street to yeah, right. money, like what good is it? Right. Like, if they're bringing it home and nobody's reading it to them, yeah. again, you know what I mean? Like, like I hate and these it's fake like, pat on the backs that aren't. Right, it's not even kids that are, like, poor, their parents are drug addicts. I mean, it's kids who are just ignored. It's kids whose parents yeah. both are working so hard so they can have things that they're not paying any attention to this child, which I think was the case with the Columbine kids. Oh, without I don't know. For sure, again, but... Have you ever watched Dylan Klebold's mom's TED Talk? I don't, and I really, really want to. watch that for an episode. I really, really want Maybe to. Maybe we'll do a Columbine episode, okay. a mini-episode. I think if we go dark, they should only be the mini-episodes. Yeah. If you listen to us, let us know what you think in terms of our mini-episodes. I don't know who Rose is texting. It's Gina Chappie. She's watching um, My Brilliant Friend. She's on episode two. Aww. So I just said, don't you love it? I'm mad at her because she's Why? more Italian than Aww. us. Aw. Her dad's literally from Italy. Her mom's parents are from Italy. Our dad's parents were from Italy. Yeah, but our moms weren't. We don't know. We're Northern Italian. <laughs> we're Possibly. sticking to that. We I'm are sticking, sticking to, to that. Until we get 23 and me, I'm sticking that we are Northern Italian. So I'm in the 60s. <laughs> I will not be less Italian than Christy. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Christy. We love you. Why do we always say that? Like, it's... You always say it with because a she disdain. Because she's the whitest just, person I know. know. She's whiter than Bethany. She can't even eat pasta. She can't have gluten. She's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I love her to death. She's oh, one of my favorite humans you. that ever lived. But I know. No. Literally, one time, we were, we were all out at Lot 17, I told all of you that you were... No, Lot Forge Tavern, and I'm like, oh. you guys are my bride or die. Literally, everyone at this table, I will kill for you. And she's like, thank you so much. I'm like, even Jesse, who's not here right now, I will murder for him. <laughs> I couldn't hear because, as much as I love Forbes Tavern, their acoustics are not the greatest. I know. So, how do you think the dueling pianos is going to be? I don't know, but I'm. Uh, it'll be. It should be interesting. I think it's going to be upstairs. So oh, I it's worse upstairs. Oh, is it really? Really? That's where when we did comedy up there, we couldn't even hear ourselves really? talking. I don't know anything about how this is going. Okay, down. I think you're wrong because there's but no room upstairs. I will say this: Forbes Tavern. Has the fucking best French fries in this city. Yeah, they do. More than even excited to have a few drinks with my friends. I'm super excited to have some French fries. Because listen, my fiance has been doing the keto diet, high protein, no carbs. So, which in turn means I've sort of been doing the keto diet. And I'll tell you, I've lost like 20 pounds not even trying just because we're not keeping carbs and sugar in the house. You guys have inspired me. So, there you go. That being said, I'm looking We're forward to some fries. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's warm because you know what I want to drink? Moscow Mules. Ooh, I love those. I haven't had one since we went to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, they were good. They were in a can. We were on Spirit Airlines, which I will not say ever suggest you fly. You didn't mind it when we upgraded. Oh, right. Upgrade for the better seats because otherwise, Ooh. let me just tell you, these seats are not made for a roomy gal. <laughs> They're not made for anyone with hips. Like, no. period. It doesn't matter. No. You ha I had to drink Moscow Mules at 7 a.m. because it was otherwise... Painful. Were we three to what? Were we just the two of us? I can't remember. Was there a third person with us? I can't remember. I thought it was just us, but it was still like... 
no yeah. room. You can't. None. You can only have one carry on. Well, we had carry. We were allowed to have free carry ons because you. Oh, that's had right. I did a benefit for Spirit right. or something. But I think if we had paid for them, we had to pay for a carry on. You have to pay for your luggage. Well, that's right. You have to pay we got for. we checked bags too. Or yeah. We checked bags. But yeah, we 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 knew we were going to a bachelorette weekend, so we mm-hmm. were like, we may as well start drinking. That was almost a year ago. This, I know. this month, I had the worst summer of my life. I still. I don't know if you can have scars from. You do. I mean, I have. I have scars from my bathing suit from the burn I got there. It was the worst sunburn I've ever had in my life. Best part, it wasn't sunny. It wasn't even sunny. It was overcast. We sat in cloudy weather. And we rose. sat in cloudy weather, weather drinking um, 40 ounces. <laughs> <laughs> 40 ounces of Twisted Tea. I love that Twisted Tea. I do too. It is good stuff. We'll and, do a um, podcast on Twisted Tea. We will. And I got the worst burn of my life. Oh my God. Of my life. Well, and also, the, so that first day we came in, we, we had Moscow meals on the flight. We get in, we're starving. Oh, right. So we're like, let's go oh. to lunch. <laughs> so we go to this crappy, like, taco place, and they're like, we have giant gallon margaritas <laughs> on sale for happy hour. It's noon, and you're having happy hour? Yeah, and they were, like, really cheap, so we're like, let's do it. Everyone gets one at the table. And then my, it's my best friend who we're down there for. It's going to be her wedding. And she's the most competitive. So she and I are both jocks. Like, we were jocks our whole lives. We're both very competitive girls. And she's like, whoever like whoever finishes their margarita first is the best. And we both just start chugging our margarita. Oh, my God. I'm drinking gallon margarita. I don't know if you guys know I have bleeding peptic ulcers. Um, I finish it. I beat Bethany. I immediately just walk straight to the bathroom and projectile vomit. I mean, I'm vomiting. I come back. Everyone's like, where did you go? I'm like, oh, I just threw up. And I just start pounding Coronas. I, I last until we went 7 dancing at night. Like, we went dancing at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon yeah, at some I, other bar. And then we went out and I did karaoke. Oh, that's right. Then I died, and oh, Rosie had to go get yeah. smart waters and saltines, and yeah. it got real bad, guys. Yeah. There was a chance I was going to be hospitalized. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it ruined, like, the next three days. Like, oh, we yeah. actually left early. We weren't supposed to leave till Tuesday, and Sunday night, I was like, maybe I'll see if we can get out tomorrow. I was like, yes, please. Because I was dying. And that Monday, we had the best day. Like, we all just went to the beach. It finally wasn't raining. Even though it was overcast, and we just sat around and bullshit, and I probably shouldn't have been drinking. Oh, but I I'm did. gonna I'm gonna post the video of me tackling you and Bethany into the ocean. It's on the our best website. thing ever. It was fantastic. Oh my! Bethany and I were drunk, so we started like wrestling because we're idiots. We've been best friends since we were infants. And Rose is off camera, and she's like, "If they try to wrestle one more time, I'm gonna tackle them." And then we went. I guess we did it. We didn't know she was, good. and she just came and knocked us both into the. <laughs> and then all three of us are just in the ocean. Fully clothed, mind you. Fully clothed. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was fun. It was a good trip. I mean, except for the burning and me and almost dying. Right. Yeah. Okay, there's a lot of death. But anyway. Guys, we made it. I think um, we, got, we got looped around somewhere. What were we talking about prior to you asking me who was texting me? Um, I don't remember what we were talking <laughs> about, but I do know the last thing we were going to talk about is Uncle Joe Biden running for president. Oh, that's right. What do you think about that? Here's my vote. Like, I... And I'm sorry to any of my listeners who love Bernie Sanders, but, like, to me, I loathe him. But if he's the nominee, he has my vote. Here's the thing, gang. I want a Democrat. And I know Bernie's not really a Democrat, but the point is, close enough. I will not vote for Trump. So, with that said, uh, I'm for whatever the Democrat is, but but Biden isn't my top choice. I'm really... The two that I'm really intrigued by right now are Kamala. Mm -hmm. And I can't believe I'm going to say it, but little PD uh, Bujajaj is... uh, The more... He's, like, the... Freaking ma- 
Casey's Santa from Miracle on 34th He really Street. is. He knows ASL. He speaks 15 languages. He learned how to speak Norwegian so he could read a book. Just to read a book. He, his, his husband is a teacher. Uh, They're going to be daddies. Um, he was in the military, in the Navy. He not even. To, he was like, wasn't oh, he a, a Navy SEAL or something? Yeah. yeah. He went to Afghanistan. He served. Yeah, right. And uh, what else? a road scholar. Um, the only thing that I hold against him is he's a millennial. And I'm an ex-annual because I just don't think we're ready. But um, he might be. Pete's like the one mature 37-year-old I've ever seen in my life. Like, just seeing him, I'm like, you look like you're 50. Like, he doesn't act like he's a millennial. He acts He's he acts almost more. like too good to be true. He is too good to be true. But that might be what we need right now. It's almost, you know what? Do me a favor. Okay. We're going to record again on Friday. Okay. Between now and Friday, watch The Omen 3. And then let's talk about Pete. <laughs> I watched Jaws 3 today. Not the same. In 3D? Yeah, you, well, I didn't Did have, you have 3D glasses. glasses oh, I saw it at the theater in 3D. I'm so jealous. Yeah. You know that woman who's in it? Is Beth Armstrong? Beth Armstrong is one of my favorite women of all time. Like, all time. How, how so? Like, literally... Um, we are tagging Bess Armstrong on this because, um, what? <laughs> and hear, this, hear me out, Bess Armstrong. If you and I were walking down the street and someone pulled out a gun... To shoot you, I would jump in front of that bullet for Please you. Please go on, tell me why. You. Tell me why. There is something about her. She literally melts my heart. I've loved her for always. She was in Nothing in Common with Tom Hanks. And plays yes, love she was. Yes, she, she was. She was acting teacher friend, so I loved her then. She was also the mom in my so-called life. And That's Angela was such right. a bitch to her mom. And I was such a mama's girl that I was like, I'd be good to you. Yeah, and I have such mommy things now that our mommy's gone. I'm a mess, but I love you, Bessie Armstrong. You're my girl till I die. Wow. Love you, Bess. Call me. Call me, Bess. I was such a... I was the Angela in our family. You were. Angela. I mean, I always told my mother, I always told her mom, I am the reason I don't want kids. And you totally would have gone after a boy like Jordan Kyle Oh my god, dumb. In a heartbeat. But he was cute but dumb, and I'm I like, know. why would you like him? You always liked the, the bad boy. I know. Yeah, you are but Angela. But look who I'm marrying. He's not the bad boy. He was, though. He was a horrible kid in high school. He admits it. Well, he was kind of a burnout, but... He was Jordan Catalano. He had a mullet. Well, that was the 80s. Lots of people had mullets. I did. You did. I oh did. In, in junior high, at a mullet. They. You have to put that on our website too. Her fiance photoshopped a picture of him in the eighties and her in the eighties, where they both have mullets, and it's really funny. Oh, I didn't have a mullet in that picture. You it was kind just of have a mullet. I don't know. It's no. the shirt curly. It looked like kind of. A it's just because my hair is so wavy. I didn't have a mullet. She kind of. I didn't have a mullet. Tell, I will post the picture and you can decide for yourself, mullet or no mullet. I have to ask one question about your hair from the 80s. Go on. Do you remember when you shaved underneath? Yes. And mom was like, you can't let grandma know? Yeah. Why? I and did grandma know. ever find out? I don't believe so, but I don't know why. Like, I want, I always wondered, like, why is that? Do you do, like, did you damage your hairline by no. doing that? No. That was so bizarre. That was, that was crazy. We lived in fear of our Italian grandmother. Yes, we did. Yes, we I did. I always joke that regular Catholics, the motto is, what would Jesus do? Italian Catholics, it's what would grandma do? Because that's how we were. Mm-hmm. Our grandma was like, what well, are things odd? Our dad told us stories how she would chase him and his brother around with a butcher knife when they were bad. A butcher knife! Oh, and our mother's like story of the first Easter she oh, yeah. went to, uh, all the guys had gone like to oh, our Aunt Babes yeah. to drink. It was just my mom and my grandmother at the house. My grandmother said, call up to Aunt Babes, but don't talk to them. Just let the phone ring twice and they'll know that they need to come home. So my mother did it. No one came home. She said, do it again, but in a very angry tone. So my mother did it again. Still, no one came. My mother was upstairs preparing food while my grandmother was in the basement. And the next thing my mother heard was my grandmother screaming, at full volume, running up the steps, and she had her hand in her mouth, biting it while screaming, and she was like, go get them! And that was like our mom's... And babe lived just a few doors down from, 
from our grandma. But still, but yeah, like, yeah, this is I your know. first introduction to the fam. Yeah. It's a little... I would have been like, you know what? You're mm-hmm. a nice guy, and I think you're hot, but I'm out. Mm-hmm. So I can't do it with your mom. I don't need a monster-in-law. You know what I would love to have on our podcast sometime? A, a, a kid or grandkid of every one of grandma's siblings. <gasps> Because I would love to know the stories that they heard about Grandma. We only know what we know. But she was scary to everyone. Right. So what did they think of their Aunt Rose is what I want to know. You know what I'd love to have on our podcast? Tell me. Is, is uh, Linda. Oh, me too. So our grandmother only had one living... Well, she had two. Well, she had a She had sisters. three... Three. No, she had four sisters. No, no, three sisters. One... Um, Laura, who died from pneumonia when she was a baby. She died in our grandmother's arms. Which... You know, I mean, how horrific is that? Yeah, can't even. Um, she actually died of La Grippe. The, the death oh certificate says La Grippe. I know. Um, anyway, and then she had her other sister, Antoinette, who was our cousin Linda's mom. Well, and there was another Antoinette who died in child, well, like, as a baby in the right. name. The other one, it's a... Anyway, go you on. Know, yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, I should mention that our grandmother's father had a whole other family who lived across the street. <laughs> But I don't even know enough to tell you more about that other than his whole family lives across the street. Italian men. What are you going to do? Italian men. Go on. What are you going to do? But anyway, so our grandmother's sister who lived, uh, and we we will admit they had a rocky sistership because our grandmother was very eight person, what is it? Eight personality? A A type. A type -type. -type personality. Um, But anyway, her eldest daughter is just fascinating and is you know knows a lot about the family and is old enough to like be our dad's first cousin but young enough to have email does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah and so i had a really interesting life i mean she was valedictorian of her graduating class uh worked for an airline has traveled all over the world numerous times so very you know yeah that would be i would love to have her on and i think we probably have to go to her oh yeah but that's but fine I don't care. So, uh, yeah um, yeah, I think it'll be really cool. Cause she's just a really fascinating lady. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll do that sometime. And, and if you guys have anybody you'd like to hear us interview, mm-hmm. you could tweet us. Mm-hmm. Go on Facebook. Message us. If Facebook's more your jam, go yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, do it on Facebook. It's cool. Instagram. Instagram. We have our blog. Mm-hmm. You can email us, twoguineahens at gmail.com. And I'm not sure, uh, but I think every time anyone listens to it on any site, it comes to that main, mm-hmm. uh, what's our, what's the Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout. Because I'm always recommending people to uh, listen to it on iTunes, and I was like, "Is that not helping yeah, no, us overall?" But it, I... um, no, it'll. I think Buzzsprout okay. logs those as well. Because we want to thank you guys. Yeah. Really, Our listenership we, really went I, up. This I can't week. even. I mean, honestly, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We're just two guinea hands yeah. chatting. We didn't right. anyone want to hear us cluck. Exactly. So, and I don't. I also want to say one last thing. Go on. I refuse to feel badly about the name of our blog, and I'm going to say this oh, our, our, our podcast because a dear friend of mine has also a kind of edgy television show. Oh yeah, right, right. right. So Go Baron Vaughn. So early on in my career, I did this uh, contest in New York uh, called the Underground Comedy Festival. It was like emerging comic contest, and I met a dude. His name was Baron Vaughn, and we became very good comedy friends. And. Uh, he, the last 10 years, he's really been focused more on his acting. He's in that show Gracie and Frankie, he, or Grace and Frankie. He's in um, Mystery Science Theater, the new reboot. He plays Tom Servo. But um, he's now trying to focus back on his comedy career, and he got his first Comedy Central show, and it's called The New Negroes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, if Baron 
can say that, and that could be the title of his show, then we could be the two guinea hens because we are and the guinea two guinea hens. Guinea is a word. Guinea pigs, guinea literal guinea, guinea hens. hens. I mean, yeah, I so I'm not going to feel badly about it. And if, but if you are uncomfortable with it, we understand it's two gh. So just say two well, gh. Whatever. Yeah, but I, we we shouldn't feel any no. weirdness about it. No, I don't feel any weirdness. And congratulations yeah. to Baron because that's yes, really awesome. That he's written about in Rolling Stone. So, so awesome. Yeah. He's really really a funny oh, guy. He's like just truly. Awesome. He's just the one of the most talented people I've ever known. He was the first person you ever performed with that asked that. I not sit in the front when he performs because I always have a scowl on my face. Is that true? <laughs> yes. He's like, I, I said after the show, I was like, oh my god, you're so funny. He's like, really? I was like, yeah. He's like, you have this, you have the worst scowl on your face. He's like, I'd rather you didn't even sit in front so I don't see it. I was like, oh my god, that's just my face. It's so sad because honestly, it's just when, my face. When Rosie comes to any show, I pull all the comedians aside and I'm like, okay. Do not gauge your performance no. while my sister is looking no. at you. It's like she it's just, she's thinking, she's hearing, she makes a face, she's not mad at you. I promise. Because everyone no. is always like, I think your sister hates me. Like, everyone no. thinks that. No. There was a new guy at the gym who after a class apologized to me. He's like, I think I was in your way. I was like, Oh my god, no, no, it's my face. It's not you did nothing wrong. You were great, good work. Don't ever gauge anything you've done on me. But your face reminds me so much of grandma's angry yeah. face. It's just our face. It's, just it's not even an angry face. It's just it's not their fault. Our face. And I overcompensate, so I'm always grinning ear to ear, even when I'm miserable. I, I'm crying and I have a big smile. I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. I'm the overcompensator. That's that's the thing. She's always had to overcompensate for my shortcomings. No, for all my family. I mean, I try to fill in where anyone. You're scream talking. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what did you say? I said you're scream talking. So I'm scream talking. I just, I always like, I never want anyone to feel uncomfortable, so I always try to overcompensate. No, and I don't, I. I will say, I, I will just say what's on my mind. Oh, I love that about you. I want to be that person. Really? Oh, my God. That's what I feel like it gets me in a lot of trouble a lot of times. It makes you my hero every second of every day. I'm really? so tired of making other people feel good when no one ever tries to make me feel good Why? but you. Aww. Well, other people, but you're the main one. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like most people never like, let's please Gab. And I'm always like, how can I make this stranger feel like they have worth? Aww. I hate myself. Well, that's that is for a topic for a that is a topic therapist. for not our not our podcast. Okay, that's not something we will burden any of you guys with. I think that, uh, this is the episode where they found out how crazy Gab really is. <laughs> Licking her sissy's pits, wants to shower with her, bathe with her. I'm that's so weird. Hug it's all so weird. Meryl Bess Armstrong. Let just know that if she doesn't edit that shit out, know that I wanted her to because it's so fucking <laughs> I weird. I feel like I have Even to it in. I'm weirded out. I feel like this is the podcast though that could go viral. This is our hot pockets moment. Don't ruin this. All right. Yay. Whatever. Be forthcoming. Let me see where we are. It's probably right. over an hour now. Yeah, I think so. It's over an hour. Okay. <laughs> We are going to go order some wings Yay. and have some dinner Yes, and spend some time with John, who just got back from his four-day camping trip. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll revisit this and do this again Friday after we work out with Mindy. We're the two guinea hens. Ciao. <laughs>